Hi, and welcome to Comchurch Talks. This is our sermon of the day. We pray that it will be a real blessing to you. I know you'll be encouraged, challenged, and uplifted by the talk that you're about to hear. As we enter into 2019, we face a time of incredible uncertainty in our nation. People are worried about political, financial, and social decisions that are about to be made. How will these decisions affect their families, their work, and their futures? Where does the church stand at this time? What is God's prophetic word to his people for 2019? Because God is speaking. God is speaking to his church all over this world. And he's saying very real words over his church. You know, nothing takes God by surprise. Can I have an amen to that in the house this morning? He has equipped his kingdom people to face every challenge 2019 will bring. Do you believe that this morning, church? No matter what is thrown at this nation or the nations of this world, whatever is thrown at the church, what's thrown at us as individuals, God has equipped us. He has equipped his church to face everything that is coming against this nation in 2019. One of the main things that God is raising up in his church is proactive people. People who are ahead of the game. And this is what I'm saying. The time of playing church is over. God is moving. He's building a mighty victorious church. No matter what we may feel, no matter what we may see, God is coming back for a victorious, glorious, mighty, powerful church. Well, well, come on, come church. He's coming back for a mighty, powerful church. And God is raising up people with backbone. All the, sac- all the things that many of us have gone through, the situations that we've gone through in life, hasn't just been for nothing. God has been putting backbone into his church. And he is going to continue to do so. So he's looking to build us to be proactive, to be ahead of the game. His church will arise strong and confident in a God who never panics, who is in total control. Now, we need to hear that this morning, church, because sometimes we don't actually sometimes act as if we believe that, that God is in total control. He knows the end from the beginning and his plans And its purposes are advancing in this nation and the nations of the world. Now, do you believe that this morning, church? Because otherwise we might just as well pack up and go home. Because we're part of a much bigger picture. This isn't it. Come church. This just is not it. We are part of something that is amazing, that is in the earth. Something that is changing and will change the scene of time. What does the church ahead of the game look like? Well, we know that the church is people. 
We're God's people. The church isn't a building. We say that. It's a people, not a steeple. A people that will walk in reality and not wishful thinking. That's what God is doing. That's what God is doing in Com Church. That's what God has been doing through his church, universal. It's causing us to rise as a people that walk in reality, not in wishful thinking. People that face facts and not bury their head in the sand. A people that are knowledgeable, perceptive and wise, not gullible and naive. 2019, a people that reads the small print. Many people have signed documents, contracts, financial agreements to find that they did not read the small print at the bottom of the contract. How many of us perhaps, how many of us perhaps have fallen for that? Let me turn my page. I'm being very disciplined this morning, church, I tell you. Keeping to my notes. And in not reading the small print, I've incurred extra costs, legal battles, and often years of added complication and stress to their lives. They didn't investigate, didn't ask questions, assumed all was clear and above board, hanky-dory. How many of us assumed all is well in our lives at different times? Just to find it wasn't. And we found ourselves in crisis in our marriages, finances, parenting, and in work, and yes, in church too. We didn't read the small print, the warning signs, the uneasy feeling that we had. We buried our head in the sand and carried on, assuming, assuming all is okay. To assume means to take for granted. How many of us have done that? We just take for granted. We just think everything is going to be the same old, the same old. Nothing is going to change. We have this false feeling of security. And yet, like I said, there's the warning signs. With it. When we look back, when we've gone through crisis, when we've gone through things, we think, you know, I felt uneasy about that. I felt that that wasn't right. Something stood, but we, we chose to ignore those warning signs, the small print. Nothing new. The Bible has stories of God's leaders and people who never read the small print. They made assumptions, they assumed, and that caused complications and confusion. Now, King David was one of those people. 1 Kings chapters 1 to 5 is far too long for me to read, but I want to encourage you to read when you go home 1 Kings chapters 1 to 5. And it says that we all know about King David. We all know that he was the youngest brother 
and that Samuel, out of all his brothers, chose him. God wanted David to be anointed as king of Israel. And we know that that broke the rule book because it shouldn't have been him. He was the youngest. It should have been in succession. But you see, God breaks the rules. He can break the rules. And he chose David. And we know that David became a mighty warrior king in Israel. And we know that his rule was full of war and bloodshed because he was establishing Israel's rule. He was establishing Israel's authority. And so he was the king that is known, the king of war. But then David had sons. He had Solomon. We know he had Absalom. And then he had another son called Adonijah. And then it says in, in the Kings, in the, those scriptures, that David came to die. And he was on his deathbed. And he knew that Solomon was to be crowned king, was to be anointed king. Those two or three people around him knew that God had said, and that he had said that Solomon was to become king as soon as David died, that it was going to pass to Solomon. God wanted Solomon to do it because Solomon was going to build the first established temple in Israel. David's desire was to do it. But God said to David, to, to David, you have got blood on your hands, David. You are a king that represents war and blood. I want Solomon, your son, to build my temple because he is going to be a king of peace. He's going to bring a, a different approach. And David knew this. And Bathsheba, his wife, knew this. And Nathan the prophet knew this. And a couple of the priests knew this. But what happened was that David assumed it was common knowledge. He assumed that it would automatically take place. And what happened was, as he was dying, Adonijah, his son, felt rightly or wrongly that this was his opportunity to take that position of kingship in Israel, even though he knew, well, knew that Solomon, there'd been whispers that Solomon would take over. But because David never got it in the bag, assumed it would just automatically happen, Adonijah took his priests, the official leaders, leaders of the army, and he went down to a certain place and he had them crown him as king of Israel. And there was great rejoicing and they were partying. But then it got to Nathan, the prophet's ears. What's happening here? What confusion? What confusion has happened? Adjaniah has crowned himself as king, but... God told David it had to be Solomon. And so they go back into David. And of course, as David is on his deathbed, they tell David. They said, David, what's happened? King David, down there, down the road, down there, 
Adoniah has just been, Adonijah has just been crowned king. Surely it's Solomon. And immediately David realized what had happened. Of course he began. He said, right, stop it now. Put Solomon on my donkey. Take him down with the priest, Nathan. You are the priest. You are the prophet. Take him down. You anoint him now with, and, and have a big celebration. So in case he was it was chasing after. And so that's what they did. They took Solomon on David's donkey and the thousands of people crowned um, Solomon that day as king. And Adonijah could hear this partying. The partying was so loud, the Bible says, reading the scripture, that the earth shook. And Adonijah says, what's happening? Where's all that noise coming from? And one of the priests went to say and told him, Solomon this day has been crowned king, which threw confusion over Adonijah and his followers. What am I saying here? Where am I going here? What happened? What was supposed to have been seamless. What was supposed to be an amazing occasion? David, King David, dropped the ball because, because he assumed, because he assumed automatically that Solomon was going to be made king. He never tied up loose ends and it caused confusion. It caused it caused complications. So what was supposed to be a smooth transition for Solomon to take on the role of king of Israel and for it to be a, a, a king of peace, he had to go to war because there was one area as well that David neglected to deal with. And that was he was to defeat an enemy the last of, of Israel's enemy, and he hadn't done that. And so he said to Solomon, Solomon, you're going to have to do that now. What I'm getting here, church, is that the day of just making assumptions in our lives will only cause us complications and will also hold back God's perfect will happening in our lives. The day of us assuming everything is all right in our marriage without checking up on it periodically, not seeing the warning signs so that things can be dealt with. Not seeing the warning signs of problems with our children. Choosing to bury our head in the sand and ignore it. Thinking it will go away. Not in the workplace. When we see the warning signs that we need to deal with things. We need to, to bring things to a head. We need to deal with things because our assumption, taking things for granted, will block the time in our lives of sorting out situations that need never have arisen if we had dealt with assumptions. And King David, King David himself fell um, for that problem. And so he didn't tie up those loose ends. In 2019, right now, what loose ends do you need to tie up in your life before you go any further into 2019? What warning signs are happening in your life right now that you are choosing to bury? You're not reading the small print. You're not seeing the signs. You're not listening to that still small voice inside which says this needs to be dealt with. Go, deal, be honest. 
tie up these loose ends. God has got amazing things for us in 2019. The same thing goes in church life. We need to make, we need to have, pray for our leaders, to pray for our leaders that they too will not make assumptions and that they will be aware of situations and not leave situations. We know that the devil is at the door. But what loose ends? I'm challenging you now. The the small print are you ignoring in your life? What small print? Now, I don't want us to become paranoid, right? There is an extreme to this. We mustn't become paranoid and cynical. But we know... And God is saying, right now at the beginning of 2019, there are small prints. There are flashing lights. There's an uncomfortable feeling. And the Lord is saying to you right now, don't assume that it's going to go away. Don't assume that it's going to get better. You need to deal with it. This is what God's word for 2019 is saying right now. And so... Solomon, because of David's lack of wisdom, because he just assumed everything was going to be all right, Solomon's transition into being king of Israel didn't go as smoothly as he had planned or was the plan. But let's see. Solomon made an assessment Realizing the awesome task of leading Israel. Realizing that someone like his dad, of his dad's caliber, of King David's caliber, just left such an important decision as that to just assuming everybody knew, just assuming everybody, it was all going to work out. Solomon had a sense of urgency in his heart to be the best that he could be in his leadership and you know for 2019 that should be our prayer this morning this should be our heart as God's people here in Com Church Lord what is it that I need what is it at this moment in time that will cause me to be more aware which will cause me to be more aware of the small print in 2019 that I don't make the mistake that I read the contracts that I read my marriage that I read my parenting the underlining small print that is telling me that I need to address these issues and not pretend they're not there and you know so Solomon had a dream Um, he had a dream Um, have I jumped past my reading no he had a dream I had a dream that's a song wasn't it I had a dream oh no that was um, who was it had a dream not very good at my history all right I want us to just look at 1 Kings 5, verse 4. Because Solomon had a dream. And in that dream, he said to the Lord, if we look at it. No, I think I've got the wrong scripture. 1 Kings 3, verse 12. I've done very well up to now, haven't I? I kept my notes. Right, three, let me see. Um, 
He said, verse 7, Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, but I am only a little child and do not know how to carry out my duties. Do you not feel like that when you look at our lives, the responsibilities of parenting, the responsibilities of, our, of, people, of your jobs, of, of things, the responsibilities that we have in our lives. We can feel at times, just like Solomon feels here, your servant is here among the people you have chosen, a great people too numerous to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people of yours? The Lord was so pleased that Solomon had asked for this. So God said to him, since you have asked for this and not for long life or wealth for yourself, nor have asked for death of your enemies, but for discernment in administering justice, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart so that there will never or ever be anyone like you Moreover, I will give you what you have not asked for, both riches and honour, so that in your lifetime you will have no equal among kings. And so, in, his, in the awesomeness of what God had called him to do, Solomon said, I need to have the ability to read the small print. I need to know when to tie up loose end. I know when to, to administer authority. I need to know when to go to war. And he asked for God for discernment. Church, my word for Comchurch, my word for you individually and for myself is for wisdom and discernment in 2019. Just like Solomon, we have been given an awesome task. You know, um, when when you become a parent, that's an awesome, have you noticed that's an awesome task? You know, we, when we become Christians, we take on God's family, we become part of God's family, we become part of the bigger plan in God's purposes in all the earth. We are not just a congregation. We're not just sitting here this morning. I think I'll go to church this morning, um, you know, and then perhaps don't come for the next three weeks. That's playing church. There's a remnant that's rising up in the church. It's taking God seriously, taking and realizing that if we are going to make it through more than ever in our lives, in what's happening politically, what's happening in all the earth, in all that is happen happening, we, God's church, needs discernment and wisdom. And we know that Solomon had both. We see by just reading the books of, of, of Proverbs, the wisdom that he had. But that's God's word for 2019 for us to read the small print, is that we need to seek God for discernment and wisdom like we have never sought him before. 
We need to say, Lord, I need to have the ability to raise my game, to be ahead of the game, to keep up with what you're doing in the earth, what you want to do in South Bedfordshire through Come Church, what you want to do in this nation. I'm not going to bury my head in the sand anymore. I'm not going to avoid facing the truth, making changes. Church, will you listen this morning? Because God's word is today that he wants us to walk in peace in 2019. He wants us to carry peace in 2019. When all the world, all this nation is panicking and falling apart and we're hearing and seeing dreadful things that are happening all around us and we can easily fear for what our future will be, God says with wisdom and with discernment, to be able to discern right from wrong, to be able to discern and see situations, to be able to discern what God is wanting to do in our lives, in our personal lives and in our our walk with him. We need to seek God more than ever before. And you know what happened? God gave that to Solomon. And you know, when we look at um, the scripture, 1 Kings 5.4, Solomon says this, but now, the, now, but now the Lord my God has given me peace on every side. I have no enemies and all is well. All is well. And God wants us to be able to say all is well. Does that mean that there's no crisis going on around us? Does that mean that there's going to be no challenges in 2019? Does there not say there's not going to be issues? But all will be well if we have discernment and wisdom. The heart, the mind of God the mind of God on our lives, that we do not just go through 2019, perhaps like we've done in previous years, assuming, taking things for granted. We need to be able to say, Lord, show me the small print. I need to investigate. I need to ask questions. I need to ask, why is this happening? I don't know what's coming down the road for you personally in 2019, but I felt very strongly in my heart, you're going to be called to sign something. There's people here that are going to be called to sign something. And God is saying, please read the small print. Please don't get carried away. Because, you know, there's, you'd get, what's the saying? There's nothing, was it, everything costs something. Everything costs something and you're going to be challenged, but you need, God is wanting to make you stop. Remember today, 2019, I must read the small prints, the terms and conditions, the terms and conditions I need to know. Read the small print and God says then when we do this, when we do this, we will walk in. I believe that Con Church We're going to have many challenges, but you know, there's good challenges, fantastic challenges, but we want these challenges is to move us forward, to propel us into the future for what God has got for us individually, as families, corporately. He's going to, um, but the thing God is saying this morning is that all will be well if we don't assume 
We don't assume. Read the small print, then all will be well and we will walk in peace. And the challenges that are coming down the road are good challenges. And I believe that we're coming in to a peaceful time. If we, if we listen to what God is saying this morning, church, your marriage is going to come into a real peaceful time. Even though there's turmoil, big decisions, your parenting, read the small print. God has got a lot to say in this small print here about parenting. He's got a lot to say about marriage. He's got a lot to say about making decisions in the small print so that we get, that we can carry our peace, that our peace is not disturbed because the world will look and say, all this madness, all this craziness, but you're walking in peace. You walk in peace. You carry a peace. When you walk into a room, you bring peace. Church, that's God's word for us for 2019, is to read the small piece, uh, small print and walk in peace. Walk in peace. Don't take anything for granted. Don't become paranoid, but have wisdom and discernment. Is that what you want this morning in your life? Do you want wisdom and discernment? What time is it? I can't see the clock from here. Quarter past, I'm going to finish. Let's just stand in the presence of the Lord this morning. Solomon was granted. We don't want confusion in 2019. We don't want complications on any level of our lives. We need to lift our game now as we go into 2019. And we need to go in with our eyes wide open. We need to be more discerning. We need God's wisdom. And we know where we go for that. And I just thought it would be nice this morning that we made our own dedication or declaration to the Lord that, that no longer are we going to jest. Just take things for granted in our lives. We're not just going to assume everything is okay because we don't want to rock the boat. You have to rock the boat. I'd rather I rock the boat and God threw me rock the boat than for the devil to sink it. Hallelujah. It's, it's growing. We had amazing ministry through 2018. Julian and Sarah have taken on the role, you know, they're into their second year. And goodness knows what is coming for Com Church. But you know, if we've got a discerning and wise church, we're going to have an amazing time. We're going to have amazing time. Amazing time. It's going to be awesome what God is doing and He's going to do in South Bedfordshire in 2019. Hallelujah. But let's just make a declaration to the Lord this morning. You do it personally that no longer are you going to bury your head in the sand. No longer are you just going to pretend that everything is all right. But you are going to walk into 2019 with your eyes wide open to deal with things as they arise, to not leave things to fester, to not leave things to get worse. But you're going to cut things in the bud. 
You're going to move in discernment. Say, Lord, I'm going to move in discernment and wisdom. Right now, I want you to make that your personal prayer to the Lord right now for 2019. That you're going to walk in peace. You're going to carry peace. In the midst of the storms, in the midst of the crisis, in the midst of the madness. That because you are connecting to a God who is all-knowing and all-powerful, that you're going to walk through 2019 exercising His discernment, exercising His wisdom, and that you're going to know all is well. Thanks for listening to Comchurch Talks. We'd love to hear from you, and you're welcome to any of our Sunday services or midweek comms. For more information or to contact us, please visit www.comchurch.org.uk or find us on Facebook. God bless.